Oh, we're going. Truthfully. <laughs> Can I say straight off the bat, I'm pretty nervous for this one. Why is that? I just don't know if we have anything to talk about. Oh, no. We've been, spending, we've been spending like a lot, a lot of time together. And I'm just... I don't know. To put it into perspective for our listeners, we have moved in together, Alex and I. And Mountie. And Mountie. Here as well. Let's not forget Mountie. How the guy with fat fingers we mentioned in one of the episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, we're spending time with each other each day. I mean, that's probably why we haven't recorded another rep. A couple of... Re- I mean, like, we just haven't really had the time. There's no need. I mean, we just talk yeah. to each other anyway. Mountie listens in. <laughs> just like the regular podcast. It's just live. Uh, uh, and then, oh, the setup as well. I mean, for the first week or two, I didn't even have... A, I didn't I didn't bring my computer over to my room. Yeah. I simply didn't see a need for it. I realized I have, I have a desktop computer and you pretty much need a desk for it. Yeah. And okay. I I don't need a desk. No. I don't need a desktop computer. Like everything I want to do, I can do on my phone or I can do it at work. Mm. I don't need my own computer. I just want to tell people listening at home how good the aesthetic in Michael's room is. Oh, it feels it's good, very, baby. It's, it's much like... All of his, all of your aesthetics. It's like carefully, carefully curated to look like you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like just like plants, like they just look look pretty cool. Mirrors and lampshades and I don't know. It feels Danish. It's a good. It's a good vibe. Danish is what we go for. Scandinavian. Norwegian yeah. is the end goal. <laughs> but for the time being, we'll settle yeah. with any of the. So um, countries. yeah, we're fa- essentially settled for. I've got. How do I describe this? I've just hidden my desktop underneath a, a small coffee table, mm. underneath my turntable, and on that, yeah, it's, it took us about half an hour to get it set up. But look, we're here, we're ready to record. Mm. I um, like the way the books are, the like you present your books in your room as well. Like they're in very, they're in piles. They're just like not straight and orderly. It looks like you've just like picked up a book. Yeah. It looks the, like you're in the middle of reading 10 books. Yeah. it's uh, You oscillate the angles to which it's skewed. <laughs> I've got a computer a program for, for it. <laughs> yeah. And because you've got a little pile, you've got lots of little piles rather than just like one big bookshelf. It looks like it's never been touched. Yeah. So over there, one of those, those are like plays and things. I don't know. You're going through some Sophocles or something. Yeah, it's and then you've got one with a bookmark in it. Yeah. Just looks like you're in the middle of reading a lot of things. Also, <laughs> for fucking people listening at home, so we've been in here, what, three weeks? Three weeks now in Brunswick. And the last, like, 12 days or something, Michael has, like, been away from work. And it's really just testing my patience. <laughs> you like... I love my space. And it was you. great because in the first couple of weeks, you know, Mountie would wake up at 6am yeah. or something out the door at 7 or I don't know, 6.30. I'd wake up at, at like 7. So then I'd have the whole morning to myself yeah. to get ready. And then we'd all go and Alex would have the day to himself. <laughs> and I'd wake up at about 11, bleary eyed and, and he'd come out and just be like, yeah, fuck it. You just got five or whatever hours to just do my own thing. Yeah. Which means nothing. But, but then now I'm just... I'm not going to work. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the place. and I mean, like it started with Alex the night before one Monday. It was like, I just cannot wait to have the whole day to myself. <laughs> yeah, we had people over for the weekend. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to you guys going back to work. And that Monday, Mountie's tires fell off his car. Or his wheels, his, the wheels literally fell off his car. And yeah. 
you just got a call. Do you get a call at like 7 a.m.? 7, I was about to walk through and they're like, oh, we're not ready for you to come into work yet. Like, yeah. come, in, come in later. And so I'm when like, I, yeah, sweet as. When I woke up at 10 o'clock and I saw that both of you were here. Well, actually, that morning I woke up at 8 a.m. because I could hear Mouty's voice from <laughs> my studio out the back. Uh, it is what it is, I guess. You do. See, this, this is kind of what I was worried about. I just feel like... I feel like we we literally don't have anything to talk about at this stage. We we just spend like twelve hours a day together. I really know your opinions on everything now. Nah, have sure. I told you that thing? Um, with that. Yes, you obviously have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. And, well, but I haven't told the podcast listeners with uh, Steve and like Mark Wall when they'd be batting in partnerships. Like, so at the end of every over, like the batters like walk together and like. You know, they meet in the middle and they'll talk about like the pitch or fielding changes or what the bowl is doing with it or something, something crap like that. And anyway, like eventually, like uh, Mark Taylor or someone one time was like, when you, when Mark and like Steve, when you guys walk into the middle, like you don't talk, you just stand shoulder to shoulder. You pretty much stand back to back, facing opposite ways, and then just walk back to the other end. He's like, what's with that? And Steve was just apparently like. Yeah, once you share a bedroom with a guy for 18 years, there's not a lot left to talk about. These just strong males just being like, mm, we've, we've surpassed verbal communication. <laughs> just, I just want to feel your shoulders rub. <laughs> uh, I pretty much just resent you at some levels. Yeah. What thinking. We had a group hug last night. That was good. That was real wholesome. <laughs> I really we should yeah. do it every night before we go to bed. Yeah. Did I tell you, so when I went to my sister's when was it like yeah i went to my sister's for dinner like three weeks ago and we were talking about all oh, those waveforms look like they got a bit smaller no i don't care i don't know why your one seems so small <laughs> i love our speculations on the waveforms we, we don't we don't wear why are mine so damn big <laughs> stop fiddling with the knobs uh, yeah i don't know it all looks the same yeah, it is what it is it is what it is anyway so i went to my sister's time, for dinner and we were talking about uh, our favorite movies and um one of my sister's partner, like one sister's partner, he's got very good taste, but it also feels like he has the correct taste. Like his favorite movies are like Godfather 1, Godfather 2. Yeah, he's gone to IMDb, top of <laughs> movies, regurgitates no, yeah. <laughs> no, he's a smart guy, but also it's just like, look, dude, I'm like, I'm not going to judge you on your movie choices. You can, hey, for all, for all I know, those well could be his favorite movies. Yeah, maybe they are. But anyway, and then we were talking about... Uh, Talking about Pretty Woman or uh, Notting Hill or something like that, and then my other sister's uh, husband chirped up that like, yeah, yeah, I really like that one, and then they were like judging, and then they were like judging him, and then like we were got talking about like last movie we cried in or something, and this guy with the correct movie choice is just like, nah, like I I, I just never cry, <laughs> just like. <laughs> What is this? Did I just teleport? Did I just time travel back to 1950? Oh, fuck it. I was like, yeah, I cry in movies all the time. What's the last one we cried? We, oh, Moonlight, surely. Yeah, I cried thinking about that the next day. I got that thing where your eyes start stinging. Yeah. It's been an emotional couple of weeks. I, I cried for no reason. When was that, like three nights ago? Sounds good. Yeah, when when we were sitting around on the couches. Yeah. It was just an emotional time. <laughs> just like, why'd you cry? Because I fucking felt like crying. Fuck yeah. you. You're a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the real, like the the support that I got there. It was good support, but it was also just like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, fair enough. We support each other in pretty much anything we do. I enjoy how the boys support me in my FIFA endeavors. 
<laughs> if I choose to spend my day sitting in front of the TV playing FIFA for eight hours, <sighs> the response is, Michael, you're a gun. <laughs> you're a fucking gun. It actually, at some level, it sounds sarcastic, but I have to assure you that it is, I have to assure you, dear listeners, that it just is the furthest thing from sarcastic. No, we mean it. This house is just one massive positive feedback loop. <laughs> we will all agree on something. It's fucked. Yeah. The thing is, like, even if, even if, like, for, I, deg- I disagree with one thing, give it a week and I'll agree as strongly as the other. <laughs> it just happens. If the majority agrees on something, it's just a matter of time before yeah. everyone agrees. To understand this household, you have to be familiar with, uh, you have to be familiar with, what's like, like, I was reading this uh, Jean Baudrillard, I don't know how to say his name, but just look up, look up hyper reality and you'll understand it. It's just like, yeah, it just gets to a stage where, like the internet or like make-believe worlds will become more real than the real world. And it's like, yeah, this is a house. This house is essentially a fictitious world, but to me it has become more real than the world outside the house and that's why we simply do not allow outsiders to enter. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, within this house, we have three people that get it. <laughs> and outside those walls? Well, we've only really got two and a half people who get it in this house. Yeah. You, me, and Mounty Half gets it and every now and then he chirps up with some whack shit like... He thinks climate change is an issue, whereas you and I just assure ourselves it doesn't fucking matter and What's we'll just ignore it. <laughs> I yeah. really don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, sea levels will rise by an inch. Um, I'm like a good few kilometers from the beach. I think I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, I've also characterized this house as the Neverland Ranch. Man, I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to keep outsiders quiet. They just, they wouldn't understand what goes on here. I think when people first walk into this house, it's like, uh, oh, you've done an all right job, like sort of making it you know, pretty nice. Mm. There's mm. always comments on how you can sort of improve the place. Yeah, yeah. Which I hate. Yeah, you fucking resent anything other than just wholehearted commitment to or what we're doing silence. here. silence. And yeah. I, like if your mind is just working, like as long as you go home just thinking, oh, I don't get it, I don't get it. And then four years down the track, <laughs> it'll snap me like, I finally get it. I get what they were going for in that house. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going for? We've been strongly influenced by that one internet video of uh, Wabi Sabi that we watched. We watched one eight-minute video, and uh, essentially this became our world philosophy. Yeah, no other way to put it. We know. I feel like we're a bit of a trial and error house. We just keep moving things around. We keep having a crack, and then we're like, "This works. This doesn't." Yeah, we've got the growth mindset. We see the whole house as a work in progress. I I don't have any concern of putting the couch in a in a a different place and being like, "Ah, this is done." Yeah. someone else perhaps could see don't worry the gadget's fine where it is like, yeah it might be fine it could be better there mm, that's why I want to keep the energy the first couple of weeks like because mm. once you're in a place for a little while things just kind of trend to a stasis where it's just like why is it this way uh, it's just that way because that's the way it is you know, yeah. you know I had a, a bad dream last night did you? and you can believe it was essentially it was so real Oh, I love these ones. Was it the was it the old reverse nightmare? Because I had one of these a couple of weeks ago. I was meaning to tell you about a dream so good that you feel at peace in the dream, and then you wake up and you realize that isn't your life, and you just feel fucking terrible. I, I wrote a song about that for my um my uh, songwriting breath. Oh, was it? Yeah, I thought it's it was all about just having dope dreams where everything just works out real great. Oh, uh, and then you good. wake up, then you wake up, and, and you, you for oh. for a minute it feels real, and then you scream into your pillow, and the day is just truly terrible. <laughs> yeah, day, week, <laughs> years. Yeah. What was your dream last night? It was just a regular old it nightmare, was it, like, or was it we just a about keeping the house clean? Oh, it's fire! I dreamed that I did wake up and went out, and everything was dirty, and we're just like, oh, I just can't be fucked anymore. But it was all for me. I remember like I was trying to 
I'd cook something and I was like, honestly, I'll just, I'll just leave it. I don't care. And so I was like, fuck, this is the worst case scenario. So who, who, who was like the guilty party in your dream? Was it us or was it you? It was me. Oh. I stopped caring. Ah. Oh. See, I, I know you, you told me a dream that you had last week as well. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. But are you just not interested in the dream analysis at all? No, I don't really care for it. Why not? I don't know. It's just a gimmick. You just think dreams are just random noise. Your brain is just truly generating just no, random just, narratives. I, I don't try to link my dream to like... Specific real world events? Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, like, all I would go is like, yeah, I don't like that. It's sort of like that's an experience that I've had in some sort of new world. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I, you know, I guess learn from it. Just like, yeah. no, I, I really didn't like looking back and being like, yeah, I let the bo- I let the, the boys down by getting dirty. You kind of see, you see them as parallel worlds. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I don't see any need to go any further than that to be yeah. like, yeah, you dreamt that because you uh, were neglected by your father. Like, yeah, what does that do me? That does me nothing. I wasn't going to go in for that, but yeah, I was just thinking on, like... Does. Yeah. What do you mean by dream analysis? I don't know. I, I tend to think pretty deeply about what it could mean or what uh, my sub like what my subconscious could be trying to... Could, in inverted quotes, could be trying to tell me. Because I feel like even, even if it's like, oh, it's just random noise, then the dream kind of functions as like a Rorschach test, you know? It's just like, well, what am I going to see what do I think I see or what do I think I should be seeing in like a sort of a randomly generated image? Mm. So what, what, what do you think the dream's about? Me being messy and I don't like it. Yeah. Like if I want to look into it, it's just like, yeah, obviously I, I don't want to be the messy guy. I'm conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely a fear you have. But I mean, for what it's worth, it's you've pretty much overcorrected since you've been here. Yeah. Like you're pretty much the cleanest guy in the household, and we and we appreciate the sacrifices that you're making. Namaste. Fair enough. Let's just fucking broad, broadcast this podcast in the house. I don't fucking give a shit about anyone outside this house anymore. Yeah, I literally good. disown anyone who does not live. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah, it's nice. That, like it's also like we talked about in the past. Sometimes you've had a gripe with a family member or my sister, or yeah, I just broadcast on the podcast and yeah, and you know, it kind of resolves would send itself. It to my sister, <laughs> and then it sort of. Something that gets back to me and it sort of resolves itself. Uh, now it's even better because I can just gripe and like there's not even a family member nearby. <laughs> I don't even have to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. I simply broadcast my gripes and yeah, they exactly. fix themselves. Man, I watched this good Kanye West video, like just a compilation of him just saying whack shit. It was this good moment. He seemed to be at like some press conference or something and his mum was next to him. So it must have been from like eight, ten years ago. Mm. And so he, he like, for whatever reason, he essentially sung like the whole of like Hey Mama his song that's like about how much he loves his mum, and it went on for like pretty much an uncomfortably long period of time because he like he like you know wrapped one verse and you think yeah far out that's good and like the crowd's clapping to like like oh that was good but then he just keeps going and it honestly just goes on for two minutes i'm like fuck i would actually just love to be like did you watch the whole two minutes yeah hells yeah 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 and there was, there, was, there was a whole like nine minute compilation of him just saying other whack shit in interviews fucking great but i was just like man like I would love to be that not self-conscious. Do you know what I mean? Like that self-assured. Because I, yeah, I, I don't reckon, I don't reckon in a room full of four people, I could talk about how much I love my mum for more than 15 seconds. Mm. Before just, people start like sort of suggesting mm. Oedipus type things. No, <laughs> yeah, just before it's just like, yeah, where I would just be lost for words or be like, all right, I think I've, I think I've made the point. 
Yeah, but this guy's just like song for it. <laughs> yeah, true. That's I don't believe great. that he's not self-conscious. Yeah, I believe he no, just enjoys not. the kick of pushing past that. Yeah, it's a big kick. He's literally got that that lyric from uh, what's that good track on uh, college college dropout? I don't know. Where it's like we're all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. Yeah, like, yeah, but it's kind of again, it's one of those paradoxes where it's just like if you're self-conscious but you admit it, you're kind of already not self-conscious. You know how when people like I've I've discussed this before on the podcast, we're like, yeah, just just pretend to be confident. I'm like, that's the same thing as being confident. Like, it, it is just how you act. Yeah, I don't know. Where was I going with this? Dream analysis. Dream analysis. I don't know. Faking it till you're making it. Interesting concept. I had a dream. I actually had a I had a good dream. Saturday night. Yeah. Like last week. So after we had people over. Mm. I had a dream that I was at the park mm. and it was dark Ooh. and there was a, yeah, a park where I run and there was a big dog there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is, this sounds pretty loaded, but it was like a, it was a sleek black greyhound Ooh, and it was helping dog. me run and I was just like, this dog protects me. This dog encourages me. And then did you Google sleek black greyhound <laughs> at park dream? <laughs> no. And then I thought, who or what could this dog represent or who or what part of me could this dog represent? Or in the last 24 hours, what could I have done that gives me this feeling? See, with this, I, I find it similar to what we were talking about last night. It was a conspiracy theories or some shit. Or no, yeah. It's yeah. just like when they're talking about, oh, Facebook's listening in to us. Look, we're getting these ads. And I'm like, no, you just you want to believe that. You're drawing those dots. Yeah, it's a confirmation it's like a, bias. It's like a fortune teller. What do you look for is what you're going to so see. I'm thinking of someone with the name. I'm seeing the letter D. Oh, that'd be Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah no shit. There's like all 400 names with Daniel. Like, <laughs> or D. Like, of course you know someone. Yeah, but I guess my, my rebuttal to that is like, doesn't that make it true anyway? Like that's how a Rorschach test works where they show you that ink blots and it's like what you think you're going to see like is pretty informative anyway. So to dismiss it as a confirmation bias like pretty much just reinforces my point. It's like, yeah, you looked for what you thought you needed to see and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my point. Yeah, in the dream, I guess. I don't know, but I mean, this is the thing I, I don't, like, I don't understand fully about the subconscious yeah, and dreams. Like, <laughs> this is such a, such a whack app. Yeah, okay, go. This is good. I just don't. I don't know. I like, don't oh. know how much we can. Like, I think I read somewhere that like you can't actually think about your subconscious sort of thing. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your subconscious just talking to your brain. <laughs> yeah, I had a dream last night where someone was just yelling at me. You don't get it over and over again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you have too much control over it. Well, I don't. Yeah, no. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I think people drawing these these lines with dream shit and all that other crap. It's yeah. It's the same with Facebook listening and I don't give a yeah. shit. Just listen all you want. You know that Rumsfeld quote about known knowns and known unknowns. No, I don't. Ah, it's, well, I'll just Google it. Yeah, just Google it later. It's fine. I like I said, this is this is my big gimmick. I have just enough knowledge to tell you what to Google, <laughs> but I don't have enough knowledge to recite the quote. Oh. Uh. Uh. Well, I watched some good YouTube videos this morning. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. You're a gun, mate. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Oh, you sent me that message at 10.30 being like, you up? And I'm like, yeah, I've been awake for half an hour and don't fucking interrupt me watching videos, all right? And yeah, then I came I out that. half an hour later and had some yoga and here we are. Why at all costs I try to avoid knocking on your door? <laughs> I'm serious. I really appreciate that you're making that sacrifice. I like the rule. Like, if the door's closed, just fuck off. 
The only yeah. tricky one is Mounty's door. Because it doesn't quite close fully. And because he doesn't hear on the other side. He's because got he's, got his, he's, got his, <laughs> he's got his headphones in so and like, he's uh, fighting uh, a clown I just do like a really big knock. Yeah. I like push my hand out. Yeah, and like, wave through whoa, the little wave. Like a, I'll drop a white flag. <laughs> and then after three minutes I enter very cautiously with a peace offering. It's and like feeding a food. lion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like the other morning I... Usually it works, out, <laughs> yeah. it works out fine. The other morning I knocked on, felt did, bad did the whole that. process. Yeah. Um, and I was like, hey, look, it's just a coffee table I want to grab. Do you want to give me a hand? He's like, no. Like, oh, fair enough. Then I closed the door and walked away. And I'm like, it's what I get for knocking on his door. I blame only myself. <laughs> he sent a message in the group. He said, I'm sorry. I was naked and afraid. <laughs> he was. He was under the covers. Yeah. You can't... If it's the first thing in the morning, pretty much anyone's response is justified. You that's, can't that, you can't judge that's any why response. I took no yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I just yeah. walked away. Yeah. Turns out tomorrow could carry the whole desk on her own. <laughs> Pretty great. Yeah, fair enough. I've Ooh. got this obsession with furniture now. Yeah. I really do. I've it is yet the deepest rabbit hole we've yet found. For those who want a new rabbit hole to jump into. Interior design. It is my life now, interior design. Yeah, it, it really is our life. It's yeah. everyone's life, realistically. It should be. Well, it's it. Anyway, a few auctions yeah um I, I was originally like a couple of years ago really started getting into ebay more or less just for getting in the rabbit hole of ebay just seeing what you can get yeah you know, auctions work and shit like that I never really bid it on too much but recently i have started bidding a bit on furniture pieces that i want yeah specifically lounge suites you like the idea of matching stuff yeah um in the house i mean the one good thing about the danes or the nords is that our waveforms looking a little small here? Okay. Let's, let's lean in a bit more. Yeah, it's, oh, I fucking hate these waveforms. I'm sick of it. It's a, it's a dark art because I swear I put the knobs high. I'm like they're probably maxed out right now. Yeah. Like, are we just losing power as we no. go? <laughs> Don't touch any... my voice. Is getting sore. Yeah, we'll just lean into the mic a bit more. Yeah. So anyway, something you love about the Danes? Or yeah, those, it's just relatively the low profile. Like they mm. Like if you look at a British or like something like a Chesterfield couch, mm. it looks very nice. Yeah. But a lot of the volume. Yeah, yeah. He's taken up for areas you can't actually sit and enjoy. Yeah. It's just bulk. I know some of it's kind of ostentatious. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you look at a lot of Danish furniture and it's like... yeah, It's pretty sleek, much most it's functional. The, yeah, like there isn't really extra shit that isn't yeah. purposeful, which I like. Yeah. And also considering the, the size of our living space, which is quite small. And unusually shaped as well. Unusually shaped. It's right next to the kitchen too. Mm. You do need things smaller. We have a big couch here at the moment, which is comfortable. Mm. but in my eyes too big mm. but um, anyway but Leonard Joel's I've been going to a bit after my, I think my uncle and my grandma was like oh suss them out because you can pick up some things for really good prices um, for those who don't know Leonard Joel's is like an auction house in South Yarra um, and it's like live auctions yeah Michael just loves the high society aspect of it I think <laughs> he thing, loves like, going to South like, Yarra it's just like you and Cooter you're like, that's high society? <laughs> Fuck, I just don't, I don't like it. No, I'm just saying, like, oh, it's like when you walk in through the, the big glass doors and you're in South Yarra, and you're just like, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, when you actually go to the auction, you realise it is far from high society. Uh, I, I think there's a, yeah, there's, it's not exactly who you'd expect. It's probably just, there's, like, some people who probably have big Armadale mansions, and then there's probably some people who are just grifters of sorts. Just looking for deals. They've probably got a, some antiques warehouse. Yeah, somewhere. People like me as well. <laughs> we were the only people like us there. We were the youngest people by, I want to say, years. I was going to say 80, but yeah, <laughs> we'll take 30. 
Yeah. I love the auction though. Mm. It was my first time actually bidding in a live auction. I had my paddle ready. My yeah. piece of paper rather. It's a good rush, isn't it? I bought three rugs. Beautiful. Probably yeah, I sold one rug to my dad as well. That you are a grifter. <laughs> yeah, so that word covered the cost of one. All I'm saying is I think everyone should get around these. No, actually don't. Don't go to these auctions. They're just <laughs> you want to carry your secret. One thing I thought, I was like, when I say it, people are like, oh, you're just here to spend big money or something. Like Leonard Joel's, it's like an auction now. Mm. As you said, like you see the nice door, you just yeah. get dumb cheap shit there. Because here's the thing, like yeah. how it works is every Thursday, like pretty much deceased estates and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they send it off and they just sell it. Yeah. And like you can get some, like, I mean, we got two Persian style rugs for 20 bucks. Bargain. Shit yeah. like that. You can get a whole dining set like with like a nice oak table for like 80 bucks if you want. If you're right, right time. Yeah. Right place. It's a bit like how you described how catering could be a viable business because it's like you literally don't have to do any job you don't want to do. It's like if you think something's too expensive at Leonard Joel's, you're like, oh, I wouldn't pay that much for it. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, you just don't bid. It. Like it's very, it's a very easy system. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, we missed two cow hides. We've been on the hunt for a, at least one cow hide. In fact, any animal hide. We missed the zebra cow hide by a couple hundred bucks. The zebra cow hide? Sorry, the zebra hide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess the more endangered the animal, the more I want the hide. <laughs> it just seems right. Yeah. I just want to say one thing about design. I just want to jump back to that point that you're yeah. making where it's just like everyone should be concerned with it. Something interesting I read about it once was like, yeah, like design. It's like some people would be like, yeah, design's not important because you don't think about it much. Like, au contraire. Design is very important because you don't think about it. It's like shaping how you're experiencing or feeling a room at like a subconscious level. It's like, yeah, the things that we don't think about arguably the most important. 100%. How if do you, you reckon fucking ads work? Yeah, if you're thinking about it, that means that area that you've not completed it. You're not 100%. Yeah. yeah if I'm right. sitting here questioning something, it's just like, I know oh, it could be better, but I don't know how it could be better. It's like, well, then it's not perfect. Mm. Or it's not, I think as you, like, as you said, you shouldn't notice it. You should just walk in and just be like, yeah, I'm yeah. nice. Not like this is nice. Oh, that's in a good spot. Like those things shouldn't be on your mind. So, what do you think your room needs right now? Do you do you still think it needs a hide? Uh, I I want to hide. Well, I tell you what, my next step is. I want to start printing off some of my photos. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I want to have like three or five in the hallway. Yeah. Three on one side of the wall, two on the others, and then in my room, maybe put some up there as well. Mm. I just think cause we have very tall ceilings. Yeah. I think it'd be nice to just put them pretty high up. Yeah, yeah, kind of draws the eye upwards, mm. accentuates the space. But I've got this lamp sitting next to my foot right now, which I sort of like, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's not It's not extremely functional. It's yeah. almost prohibitive of walking around. Yeah. Um, but it looks nice. So, I mean, shit like that I want to solve. I mean, the other thing as well is I've got some plants in here and I'm very concerned, even though that like that they're not getting sufficient light. Nah. It's one of those things Like do I just go and buy A fucking light meter Or something Nah do you know how long It takes a plant to die Like A long time yeah, like, I mean these birds here Have been on death row For the last two yeah, years Yeah like Still fine they'll, they'll literally give you A heads up Don't Don't fucking worry about it I don't want the heads up the This is the thing is I want maximum growth I don't care about it yeah. It's like yeah, it's, Oh it's not healthy No I just Literally I'm honestly thinking At this stage Do I just get a UV lamp and just pump yeah. it twenty four seven on this thing. Yeah, and you just come out real tan. <laughs> yeah, that like, what's in here? Yeah, I don't know. I just put this this moth fern or what is it? Yeah, the moth vine is just growing. <laughs> Isn't it just literally called a moth plant? Yeah, hey, it didn't bust a brain cell naming that one. No, did it's I? just a shit plant. It's not <laughs> worth naming. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we got one of those growing. Nothing mm. else so far. 
Yeah, we'll plant some beans at some stage. Yeah, we'll get some beans going. Yeah. It's low. It's low down on the list of priorities for me. We like the idea of legumes. They make sense because they're nitrogen fixing. And you can eat them. They good. make the soil better. They're good for you. I was pretty happy with like, when we had peas with dinner last night, I was like, I borderline think I could just eat peas for dinner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could. $2 a kilo. How many peas would you need? Not how many peas, but like <laughs> 50. No, <laughs> probably have like 300 grams of peas and that'd probably be like sufficient like filling and sufficient vitamins and nutrients for you. Probably get enough protein from peas. Maybe. I just reckon I really do want to just do like a poverty challenge where I just survive on like 10 bucks a week. Mm, how would I go about it? Just eat peas. <laughs> you would just steal things. <laughs> I'd pretty much just be like spend pretty much all my money on one thing of like Barocca <laughs> and then I'd just eat rice. Just rice and Barocca. Probably cook the the, the rice in the Barocca. In the Barocca, give it a little bit of flavor. Just everything you need. It just sort of tastes vaguely acidic. Yeah, it could be good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big fan of the, the Barocca. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the podcast. It's just a carpet bomb of vitamins. And people <laughs> often tell me, trying to be smart asses, because I probably saw it on something like the Big Bang Theory or some shit. <laughs> but like, oh yeah, vitamins, you, you just piss them out. It's a gimmick. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like, if I feel like I'm about to get sick, mm. I, I'm not going to... I can't tell you what I'm deficient in. Yeah. But I can fucking make sure that I'm not deficient, deficient in it by just pumping yeah. myself full of Barocca. I mean, there's so many vitamins out there. There's the likelihood that you're deficient in at least one of them. Yeah. So who cares if you kind of max out the yeah. other ones? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't really know. I'm not sure if I have an opinion on this. I just accepted the Barockas because mum gave them, because mum heard Mounty was sick and so mum gave Mounty the Barockas. Well, your mum gets it. Yeah. <laughs> your mum and I get along pretty well. Does she listen to the podcast? I don't know. Yeah. My mum doesn't either. Uh, she listens every now and then. She says she listens to a bit. She lied. She? she listened to half one episode, just like my sister. My sister's... <laughs> Yeah, she's I, was, I call people out. Oh, I reckon, my, I reckon let's just all sit around and collectively bag our sisters here. Yeah, it's like, look, granted, I haven't gone to every single one of her concerts as a, as a musician, but I have been to a couple. <laughs> in return, expect you to at least listen to a couple of episodes. It's like our uh, what's that? Is it an Agatha Christie novel where they where they where they kill? They they swap murders. They're like, I need to murder this person, and you need to murder this person. And so then they swap. So it's like, oh, they can't trace it. No one has a motive. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. You bag my sisters and I'll bag your sisters. Perfect. This is a yeah, perfect your crime. sisters are dogs. I really don't <laughs> see why they don't listen to your podcast. It's a pretty, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, because I feel this is like. It's a victimless crime, by the way, because th- they, they literally don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. I mean, look, for me, I've got, if Maddie listens to this, it might get to my yeah. sister. No, nah, I literally don't care. That's feel, enough distance. I, for me. I just I don't want to carry on about it because it sounds whiny to the people who actually listen to the podcast. Yeah, but I mean, guess what? Like, we whine. Just, yeah, fucking sue me. I whine from time to time. Yeah, but like it's a pretty fucking small commitment to just be like, yeah, literally just move your thumb across your iPhone to <laughs> Apple Podcasts and type in what I'm about to tell you. Yeah, you spend six hours a day on your phone. I'm sure you can spend an extra fifteen seconds finding this podcast and then listening to it at some time. It's like, the like absolute said, least you can do. I've been to I've been to calisthenics concerts. I've been to other goddamn crap I don't have like to that. say it again but I will you're a fucking gun <laughs> I mean it thank you I appreciate your support it's something we spoke about on that unreleased episode when we were just like people have a tendency to let other people off the hook and then later they'll kick themselves about it like you know like a friend will really let you down and then you mm. say and they'll say oh I'm sorry and you say oh that's okay and then like later you think about it and you're like actually that's not okay yeah basically in the last couple of weeks I've just decided I'm going to start standing up for myself more Borderline to the point that I'm just antagonizing other people. Yeah, we've seen it this <laughs> week or last week. Just good. Yeah. I think it's good to stand up for yourself a bit more. 
You've inspired me to do it too. <laughs> really? Yeah, in a sense. Because of what I said in the crown break room where I was watching Guarding Australia <laughs> yeah. and everyone wanted to watch the footy. Yeah. Round one, Friday night. Fuck off, I'm watching Guarding Australia. I need to know if the legumes <laughs> are ready to be planted yet. <laughs> no, nah, that one I, that one was, was actually very reasonable. Look, I said if more people want to watch the footy. If the mob's behind you. <laughs> direct quote, yeah. I was also, did I tell you how I was just sitting there because I eat the peanut butter from the packets rather than, because like, they have toasters uh, and yeah. little packets of peanut butter. But I'm just like, I don't want the fucking carbs. I don't. Bread's a waste of space. So I yeah. just eat the peanut butter packets plain with a knife and I just drink lots of milk. So they were just like, yeah, this autistic guy in the break room eating peanut butter and drinking milk told us that we had to watch Guardian Australia. So we do now. <laughs> Everyone's got a green thumb. Yeah, some dealer cuck. The hierarchy at Crown. This is pretty much the only people who are going to enjoy this are me and my brother. We just enjoy talking about who the big dicks are at Crown. Yeah, but I think we all enjoy it too. <laughs> it's like we're getting this idea. It's actually another world. The sort of thing you see in a Wes Anderson film where like things are taken so Whoa. seriously inside this casino. <laughs> like, because you walk past and you're like, yeah, casino, everything's just happening. But like, yeah, the politics, people are life and death. I like to hear that someone stabbed you for watching Gardening Australia or that someone did a wrong deal and it was just the talk of the town. Everyone was just laughing at it. I like calling it a Wes Anderson film. Because which one were you thinking? Were you thinking of Grand Budapest? No, not particularly. Just I was every single Wes Anderson film is like they get a, a little mini world that That's on its right, own. Yeah, if, if you said like, oh, where's it based? It's like, oh, it's just based in like uh, in like a little boat or something. It's yeah. Just, so it doesn't sound that exciting. It's like, yeah, but the whole world is the boat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like saying. everything that's in the Holy world shit. condense that to a boat. Like everything in the world. This house is a Wes Anderson film. Of course it is. Oh, well said. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world is the boat. Yeah, because that's what it feels like at Crown because. And Jim and I, like in the last couple of weeks, we've started jokingly referring to it as the complex. Because like, that's whatever, like when I'm directing patrons around, I'm like, yeah, it's just on the other side of the complex. <laughs> and now it's just like become, it's like some sort of futuristic neologism. It's just like all hail the complex. Yeah. Because like, every, all your needs are met inside the complex. Have you seen this film called High Rise? <laughs> no, but I'm familiar with it. Where they, they just live in an apartment building, right? Yeah. And everything they need is there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of like those sci-fi dystopic sort of things. They've got Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Yeah. And that yep. other guy who plays one of the dudes in your Marvel films. Our Chris Marvel Evans. Film. Yeah. yeah. No. Isn't it? I is think it? it is. Is Chris Evans the guy? Captain America. No. Oh, really? Who's the guy that plays Thor's brother? Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, that's the one. What's, is Chris Evans in Snowpiercer? Don't know. Well, because I feel like Tom Curry once described high rises, Snowpiercer, but up in the sky. Because it's like, like, isn't like Snowpiercer? They're just like on the train all the time. What's Again, it's a self-contained world. You know, it's that one. Spoiler alert! In the next fifteen seconds, they're on a train that just can never stop because they're in some like sort of nuclear. Oh, you told me about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's a spoiler coming up. It turns out like there's a whole bunch of horrific things on. They're killing first like third class passengers and feeding to the first class passengers, and mm. they're, like, they're just eating bugs. And I don't know. it's pretty much just like Soylent Green is people. Yeah, it's an old plot twist. Kind of secret, really. Yeah, there's only about five stories. Once anyway, again, it's just condensed the world into a train. It just seems more yeah. out of, like, more wacky. And that's like what happens at Crown. Actually, I've I've um, referred to Crown as like being the short story that appeared in the New Yorker about fifty years ago called The Lottery. Which look, I'm a pseudo I'm a pseudo intellectual. I'm not ashamed to admit it. No, yes, I am. If someone called me a You're suit, a fucking suit, if someone mate. called me a suit, I would literally crumple onto the ground and cry for about half an hour. Yeah. My my intellectual cred is all I have, and if someone points out correctly that I'm a suit, it's over for me. But anyway, I read the Wikipedia entry for this uh, perfect. I love <laughs> for this short story. It. No, it's it's a- funny because it's like it's a short story anyway. Like the Wikipedia entry is probably not that much shorter. But anyway, I actually got into it because of the South Park episode that parried is it. Yeah, with Britney Spears. But anyway, in this in this short story, it's set in like some dystopic world where do I say dystopic or dystopian? 
I'm not sure which one to use. Anyway, this topic. Fair enough. Thanks, well, for, thanks for backing me up. Yeah, like it's it. true now. We've You're got two right. sources. <laughs> yeah, done. done. Confirmed. Um, like it's like oh, it seems like a seems like a paradise, and like everything like works for these people. But to like have a successful harvest or something like that, they have to like they have one person in a cage that is like effectively tortured as like a sacrifice. And it's just like oh man, it just it's just like kind of reflection on like the evil. Well, do I want to say evil? Like the dark undercurrents that kind of underpin our society and the benefits that everyone experiences and like the reason that's relevant to working at crown because you know like i'll be there eating my chicken tenders in the in the ids the staff restaurant and be like wow this is great crown has given all eight thousand of these people a job and all it took was like the mass suffering of however many thousand gambling addicts that's kind of miserable to think about because like for the most part i'm just helping patrons and they're happy people having a good friday or saturday night and then every now and then there's a guy who like has gambled away all his money and he can't pay to leave the car park. And so the boom gate won't go up and we had like we have to call security. Fuck. What happens to, well, I mean, what does security do? I don't know. <laughs> not take him to not the... my department, mate. I just turn a blind eye and just think about how good the chicken tenders were in the break room. <laughs> yeah, they take him it's like in oceans. oceans uh, <laughs> yeah, they take him out of the bag and like, break his fingers and beat the shit out of him or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no, oh, there's no cameras in this room. <laughs> the one no room. windows. Oh great. Yeah. I think I know what's happening next. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know. Fuck. So have you seen that some real grim people that just can't afford to leave the car park? I've I've only seen that once. I saw a guy who yeah who like you got to pay fifty bucks to leave the the uh, basement car park mm. if you park there off peak, and yeah, he didn't have fifty bucks. Fuck. But, yeah. I saw. I, I was on one hand. I was like, well, because I was looking at him. He's like, his car was there for like five ten minutes and i was like well if it goes on for another five or ten minutes more i'll probably go over there and just pop the gate myself even though i'll get in trouble because i'm like i don't really think that crown has the jurisdiction to like detain people yeah but that being said i'm like it's the the world is a morally ambiguous morally chaotic place mm. like who knows what the right thing to do there is maybe if i let him off the hook like sounds really harsh and i'm putting this in inverted quotes he doesn't like learn his lesson Maybe because I'm like, oh, this poor guy's had his dignity kind of taken away. He's, he's like basically being humiliated here because he, he can't leave and he has to repeat over and over to first the parking attendant mm. and then the security guards that he's like doesn't have any money. But then I was like, like, I mean, if a public shaming makes him less likely to come back to the casino, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. I see a whole bunch of guys driving real shitbox cars, like cars worse than mine mm. with like gold cards. And I'm like, oh. So they must be spending like 100k at the casino a year or something. He's like, if I can fix your car. I don't know. Maybe like, they like the Brasiante. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we like this thing with like a lot of businesses or any organization or complexes. Yeah. Is like their scope complex, is no I greater like than the complex itself. For them, they're like, mm. yeah, like the, the greatest atrocity that's happening in Crown is this guy is not going to pay. He's thieving from us. He's he's taking like. Yeah. Whereas your scope is because you leave Crown at the end of your shift. Yeah. You come home, you watch YouTube videos. <laughs> like you have a you simply have a broader scope. You're like, yeah, this guy taking fifty bucks is he can't yeah. pay. And you're like, what are we going to get out of him? Just let him go. Yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. Like, the, good point. So like for Crown, like the, the the higher up you go, mm-hmm. like 
the more bullets they'd take for the complex. Yeah. They're like, yeah. no, this simply is an atrocity. This is a human rights violation. This guy's <laughs> trying to take out $50. Yeah. Because, even though he spent $400,000 here. They literally take it as a personal affront that this guy's like trying to leave the car park. <laughs> yeah. Like you would have experienced it like working like shitty retail jobs. Yeah. And I experienced it just the last shift I went to. The guy who works like 35 hours a week in the yeah. car park was just like, man, Randy just didn't show up today. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, he didn't call or anything. And, and it's been an hour and he just hasn't shown up. And I was just like, yeah, probably because he hates his fucking job, dude. <laughs> like, I don't care. And like, there's no impact for this guy not showing up. Like, it doesn't actually make our jobs any harder because we're like kind of overstaffed anyway. So That's a good point. But this guy was getting like personally worked up and he's being personally offended by this guy not showing up. You would experience the same thing at Parks. I experienced 100%. it at Office Works, where people like were like would make dramas out of everything it's like yeah well i guess because this is your life you need it to be interesting <laughs> and it's quite quite frankly it is just literally not i can give less of a shit thinking about it like you work like when i was working at bucks like when i was working there quite a bit like i might work yeah. let's say i work four days three days a week yeah i'd have a shift and then i feel like you go home after like a full day's work and you're like it takes you time to almost wind down Mm. Or to realize that yeah, Henry Bucks is over now. Yeah. Right. You if you're working like 35 break. hours a week, dare I say you actually probably never actually break free from that cycle. Yeah. You constantly think. So there must be a limit of you actually, like, no wonder you have no scope. You literally only think of Henry Bucks. Yeah. The world is Henry Bucks. Yeah. The world has become details. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the beauty. Sure. Like most CEOs should probably just be working three days a week just so their scope remains big enough. I like that idea. The scope remains big enough. Well, that's really profound. Rewind that, people listening at home. Most CEOs should work three days a week, so the scope remains big enough. At I work. Like and like, I only started really thinking more consciously about, um, <laughs> not that I could say that I've been thinking about it subconsciously, <laughs> but like about scope and stuff. Yeah. When like I had a, uh, like a elevated conversation with yeah. um, the guy at work. Yeah. And he's talking about like project management because like I'm going to be doing something mm. where I'll be on like the field for the first time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, you won't have anyone telling you what to do. So these are things you got to be mindful of. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like scope was one of the big ones that he was talking about that people often forget. Like, you know, like, is this actually worth spending two hours doing this thing or mm. is it better to do this? Like what's the actual like goal of, of yeah. this thing? What do I really have to achieve? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if you spend, and I noticed this even in like my other team, like when you spend so much time doing it, you, you lose track of what you're actually doing what you're there for. yeah like why are we doing this it's just like because sometimes i'll be sitting picture. and be like oh, this issue that we're trying to we've spent three hours on like I, I don't think it warrants three hours of work yeah in anyone's like yeah like groups of people very quickly become very insular and when you're like thinking like you know you see like the great miscalculations of history or like people like committing atrocities and like wait how did like how did their thinking become so warped that they thought this was okay and it's like yeah, because they just simply forgot to make contact with the outside world. Exactly. And they just became a little echo chamber. And before you knew it, between the, three of them, <laughs> <laughs> between the three of them, between the three of them, they convinced themselves that climate change wasn't a problem. Yeah. No, I'm really not sure what my genuine opinion is on that anymore. But Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I liked what you said that I think was also what Anthony Payton said to me when he said like the biggest, because he's like an environmentalist and yeah. environmental engineer. Yep. Um, what he said like yeah the biggest issue with climate change is just actually making it relevant to people because for a lot of it like it really seems especially if you're dealing with your own shit like why the fuck is climate change an issue where i'm yeah. battling my own demons here yeah well, I've, got, I've got to pay my fucking rent yeah. or like things like that so yeah that's the hardest bit actually making it relevant and one of those things to make it relevant is actually making it financially relevant 
mm. like making it more expensive for others and stuff yeah it's sort of like why that carbon tax or like carbon pricing is yeah, honestly i think it's a pretty good idea yeah probably and funny enough it's a pretty liberal idea too you want to chuck a cost on it let the market sort it out oh yeah so, like yeah, the yeah. market will fix climate change just fuck wouldn't that be a win <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably I'm not holding my breath on it i just think i literally think it's just going to run its course we're just going to like keep keep using fossil fuels until we run out and then we'll transition into renewable energy and only because it makes financial sense yeah there'll be no other no other reason it's like uh our body like the we are developing too quickly for like um biological what do you call it help me out here evolution to sort of kick in for us like it's too it's lagging behind oh yeah 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 it's like you you know our bodies are like the world around us is to adjust but like our technical technological evolution is like so great that it's like i'm not too i don't know i just feel like someone's gonna nut it out eventually they always do that's why i feel like climate change isn't like a it's not like a paradigm shift in the way that people think it is it's just like continuing that thematic trajectory of humans yeah human advancements and our ability to shape ourselves outpacing other animals evolutionary adaptations and just like yeah just just reflecting the theme of mankind changing his world it's like yeah we damn rivers and we fucking change the atmosphere i don't know like the fundamental question at the bottom of all this is like is man's is humankind's desire and need to change the environment like fundamentally fundamentally a bad thing like are you allowed to change the environment to benefit humans i don't know yeah it's a question because every now and then i'll chirp i'm like humans are the fucking the only life that matters Mm. i don't know you see fucking lions out there they're pretty savage it's not much fucking fun being a deer Mm. i don't know the universe is a meaningless void. Only human consciousness gives it meaning. Like, I don't know if I fucking... I'll fucking kill a hundred frogs on a care. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. I don't know. Just for the record, I mean, I'm not denying the fact that things are happening, but... <laughs> I just think we should simply... Hard. Yeah. I, I don't know. What can I really do? I'm sure we'll get some messages from people saying, like, oh, you can do this. Yeah, I guess I, I could. I guess I could, but... I don't know. My opinion... Cover the earth in concrete, turn it into one big feedlot. Then you've got more cows alive than all the other animals added up now. Yeah. It's, it's great. There's more life. What's the problem? I get <laughs> yeah, to eat meat all life, the time. Yeah. Maybe you kill them. Yeah, we make more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm for animals. I think I've... I said this the other day. I'm like, you know what? I think I am really just a, a very selfish person in yeah. many ways. I'm inherently just like the selfish guy. What are you thinking? What are you thinking of specifically? Are you thinking of a specific instance or example? I just think it always. I always think about myself first <laughs> yeah that's just like weird. how does this impact me that's my first reaction probably to most things yeah I don't know I mean well most people are you're just the first to admit it and I mean some people I think I was talking about like people that are like pseudo selfless yeah where they like come off like wanting to show care and passion about yeah. it but I get the vibe that it's like this isn't real I know this isn't real because I know yeah. you don't actually care and I just get it from your body language and your tone that you actually don't care what you're doing is trying to uh, yeah, uh, essentially you, in your eyes at least when you look in the mirror you'll now see a helper like or a, yeah. or a martyr like someone who's who's yeah, putting yeah. themselves out there to help others but it's like no you haven't actually helped me it's like oh do you want my dad to read your CV it's just like, <laughs> that's a very specific example yeah it's just like do <laughs> I, I want know your dad to read your CV I don't know man 
hey, if it makes you feel better yeah. about you and your dad and you helping me, then fuck yeah. Give, yeah, give your dad just, my CV, it's, but it's not for me. It's one of those things, it's like, I'd have to do it and it'd be a burden to me. It'd be yeah. a burden to your dad and probably a burden to you. Like, That's what we need, man. We just need more burdens and more yeah, suffering like, in this world so I can just feel better about what I'm doing. think we're helping. Yeah. It's like my grandpa as well. Like, it's a classic scenario. He, he asked me, oh, Michael, can I borrow your bike? So when I'm around town, like, I, can, I can ride to the camps yeah. and stuff and I drive <laughs> yeah, the car. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, that I was is. like, uh, I'm pretty sure like I'm going to be moving to Brunswick in like mm. like a week and that's probably going to be the quickest way to get to work and I was like fuck but I was like oh look he, if he really wants it and he reckons he's going to like he seems pretty adamant he's going to use it I was like no by all means you take it and yeah. he's like you take it back whenever you want I was like oh, that's pretty fair yeah anyway and then I later hear from my sister that apparently he saw the bike and he's like oh it's not in great condition I got this bike from hard rubbish. I can't not for it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's in, in, you know, I'm not looking after it. So I'm gonna, he's going to take it back and, and do it up and then, and then give it back to you. Give it back sort of a thing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you also nice hate thought. people helping you. Yeah. And then I sort of get the vibe like, yeah, but you hate having other people's shit in your workshop. Like I can tell mm. that you think you're doing, or you are like you're doing me yeah. a service, but it's a burden for you. But you're also burdening me. Yeah. And we just don't have it to. We could, don't. It could have been avoided with just some honest communication. Oh, it's so true. We put such a premium on, on honesty, you just, and I. It's all we owe each other. Yeah, it's just like, if you don't care, just tell me you don't care. And it's a relief for me. It's, oh, it's just good to know. He doesn't care about it. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's just good. I think, jumping back to your point before, that was like the reason I accepted the Barocas off mum. Because I was like, it's important for mum that she feels like she can help me. And like, hey, I'm... Like a lot of the time she does. She's the biggest help in my life. But like, I mean, in this instance of the Barockas, I was going to be like, no, mom, they don't fucking do anything. But I was like, look, you want me to take them? I'm going to take them. Don't you do do something though? Eh, fair enough. I don't want to get hung up on that, but... Uh, I'm going to keep preaching it. <laughs> You've got a fucking bone to pick with Big Barocca. You want to <laughs> yeah, they're the best. Yeah, fair enough. Like, uh, like Mountie's been sick as, or sick as a dog for like two weeks. <laughs> and this isn't confirmation bias? <laughs> You've called out of... Yeah, people, when people are sick, they generally get better later. No, but he, no, this is what I'm saying. Anyway, and then I woke up with that first symptom that Mountie was talking about. Mm. Yeah, I had this sore throat and was sneezing a lot. But I woke up with the barockers. I smashed two barockers like for two days in a row and it just I never got any worse than that. Yeah. And then you could say like, oh, but you never meant, you were never going to get that sick. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, because I actually woke up with a very a very minor sore throat as well. But mm. I didn't take the barockers and I never got sick. There you go. So I mean... Who knows? <laughs> all those, those fucking like hardcore Reddit truth bombs that Mandy keeps throwing at us. Like, yeah, barockers are made by the same people that made the gas for the Nazis in like World War Two. Oh, yeah, Bayer. Bayer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's that's pretty entry level. Wait, is that? A, do you think that's a truth bomb, or that's a, is that a big truth bomb for you? Yeah, it was. Oh, fair enough. For me, it was a very entry level truth bomb. I like to think Barocca. This is my vision of Barocca. Yeah. Yeah, just a small company. It's uh, <laughs> they do one thing and that's it, and it's just Barocca. No, it's and they like, do it to help the people. And it's well, nah. well, yeah, it's just they're good yeah. guys. You know why Fanta exists? No, yeah, Coca Cola company wanted to sell sell their soft drinks in Germany, but there's some trade embargo, and they couldn't get the cola juice in there. So that's why Fanta is a if you drink Fanta, you support the Nazis. It's as simple as that. No, just Google uh, Coca-Cola, Fanta, Nazi Germany. It'll all come up. Who made the clothes for the Nazis? Hugo Boss. <laughs> yeah, The best. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my grandma... Uh, real stylish. Um, my grandma was like, oh, she remembers seeing... She was born in like... I don't know where she was really born. Well, all the borders changed so much. It's sort of hard to say, but... <laughs> around Croatia sort of a thing. Um... And was like, yeah, she she remembered fondly how well-dressed the Nazis were compared to all the other soldiers. <laughs> she what do you mean she remembered fondly? They had good haircuts as well, if I'm not mistaken. She was like, because... Now, I don't want to be saying too much stuff that I... Uh, cause my understanding is that, like, yeah, she was... 
she wasn't impacted too badly by it herself. Yeah. Like she, I don't think she... Well, actually, was she? No, apparently she saw a genocide. Did you? We only found that out. Like, That's fucking terrible. Like after her funeral. So bad for Mara. The priest was like, oh, it's incredible. Yeah, she had a pretty good life considering like the stuff that she saw or something. Your mum was like, wait, what the fuck? And what, she just, your grandma just locked that up in a little box? Pretty much. I only spoke to the priest yeah. and that was that. It's good. How did the priest know? Yeah, confessional probably. No. No, I, I just know. spoke to her. I don't know. Either either way. I, I enjoy using the word compartmentalize as well. Because <laughs> bottling up has got a bad rap. You're not supposed to bottle things up. Fuck you. I'm compartmentalizing. We love bottling up. We love canning. We love jarring. It just feels <laughs> right. We love preserving foods and preserving our feelings. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, how many minutes do we go? Oh, almost an hour. Yeah. These waveforms, I'll be honest. And These waveforms have been the, the wildest ones we've seen yet. They've been yeah. some real minuscule ones and some real big ones. But I, I might even go by and just yeah this, no, no what, you do it bit shit. by bit or can you just select all and do like standardize oh, I wish I could standardize but I think I have to do bit by bit otherwise it will boost the loud ones even more uh, well we'll just listen to it and see no, honestly that. it's fine mm. who knows I don't really well, I'm not really too fast about listening we're not too fast I mean, we don't wear headphones anymore no we haven't really worked out I mean our mic isn't, we just don't care well, the thing we care about most is I guess when we're recording we're pretty much only thinking about just having a good conversation after that the listening experience in a sense comes second we've done our mm. bit by buying like the appropriate good, good quality things to record mm. on so like at least the sound is crisp but like the levels yeah. we we give it a crack but it's it's second when we're recording yeah. i wouldn't even say good conversation i wouldn't say i'm striving for good conversation because i can't really control that i yeah I you're would, not right. i would just say i'm striving for candid yeah, we're just trying to hopefully just stay focused in it. Like, even me, I get annoyed yeah. having to, like, I keep glancing to these things mic, and it yeah. takes me away from the moment. That's mm. okay. It was a bit like that thing when it was like, oh, like, why'd you cry? It's like, <laughs> I felt like crying. Yeah. Why did, why did Kanye fucking sing for two minutes while people were uncomfortable at how much he loved his mum? Because he fucking felt like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, like, you normally, like, last couple of weeks, you've been like, oh, I just don't think, like, sometimes you should take the emotion out of situations. I'm like, I don't know. I think the emotion is the situation. I tell people how I feel. I yeah, understand. But I mean, like, understanding your emotion, right? Mm. But getting to the bottom of why do I feel this? What do I actually yeah. want? Yeah, I guess. Because, I mean... I guess, uh, look, it's not a profound thing to say emotion can be useful and it can also be inhibitive. Some people will, like, react differently after feeling, like, the same emotion. Yeah. I, I also like your point that you made, like, a couple of days ago when you're like people will react instinctively emotionally and then like post hoc rationalize how they like why they felt that way Definitely. or i was like i felt angry so like the other person must have done the wrong thing and then go through their head and selectively think about how the person did the yeah, wrong thing just like i need to make sure that whereas like everything i didn't mm, felt was right yeah whereas for me like in direct contradiction of what i said before emotion is very often overrated it's like oh, i feel this way so i can't do this oh, kind of who cares yeah, that's why I like I don't because like I often like I might regret something I did based on an emotional mm. thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Therefore, why should I trust it so much in the moment? Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make exactly. sense. It's like, give me like one second. Yeah, I'll be like, this is what I feel. This is sort of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I'll just tone it down to like, oh, essentially, just mm. especially when you're in a discussion or a borderline argument. Yeah, once you yeah, get yeah. emotional. Like, I mean, in this classic scenario of Pat bringing his dog to our house. Oh, do you, you wanted to talk about that? Well, I don't yeah. really care. Oh, fair it's enough. Fair enough. Well, we pretty much tell it. everyone that we know about it in person anyway. Do we? I don't, I don't, unless someone else brings it up. 
I mean, literally everyone knows. Oh. Half of our friends that we actually talk to are probably there for it. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, like, I, don't think, I don't think that many of my friends know, but yeah, yeah, they will now. <laughs> anyway, like we had a we had a rule of don't bring your dog. I don't know. Pat brought his dog, and it, I feel like it just got heated pretty quick. In the sense, like we yeah, we had grounds to say, oh, we said not bring your dog. Yeah, but, but the only thing I said that I I don't know if Mountie understood, or like even I understood for a while was like the the reason Pat is upset and the reason we haven't got absolute right to be on our high horse is uh, because we actually were aggressive and emotional in a sense that means he actually has a leg to stand on whereas if we didn't get so aggressive he'd have no leg to stand on he would completely be in the wrong this is why it's just why i'm like yeah if, if we all just bottled up our emotions for two minutes <laughs> and then in like a week it'd be like yeah i'm glad i did it that way because it all worked out better yeah because i hate when people saying like when they they'll shift the thing from like the actual issue at hand and they'll be like oh but you know don't talk to me like that and then the issue becomes like yeah you should never disrespect me like that it's like hey stop trying to swing this so you're the victim here yeah you've done you've, you've done us wrong yeah I, I i hear what you're saying i i guess i just say it a little differently yeah i know you do yeah <laughs> no i'm just saying like yeah. when it comes to be like no nah, he's got no he's got no leg to stand on it's like yeah he mm. does it's as simple as that mm. yeah I, I take your point Yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, well, could wrap it up. You reckon? I don't know. I'm just wondering what I want to do for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's part of the reason I want to just keep running, so I don't have to make a decision. I realised when I'm at the gym, I was just like, because Mountie and I were like, oh yeah, like the programming is like so good, like that we just do like a couple of, because Mountie and I lately, we've just been doing, not together, but separately, we've ended up doing uh, like just like three or four main lifts. Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, pretty much, I didn't like intend to do it that way. It only ended up happening because when I'm in the gym, I can't be fucked thinking of my next exercise. Yeah. Like when I'm benching, I'm just like, ah, I'm just going to keep doing more sets of bench because I can't be fucked like taking the weights off and coming up with a new exercise and moving spaces. Yeah. So I ended up just doing about 12 sets on the bench. Fair enough. Yeah, it's pretty victimless. You're a gun. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You know, honestly, I wouldn't actually mind getting some photos printed today. That's something, yeah. You got some ready to print? Do you know which ones? Uh, like maybe two or three. I was going to get some of the ones from our Tassie trip to Bruni Island. Oh, uh, yeah, well. yeah, you've been talking about that. Put them in the hallway. Where'd you get them printed? Probably you want to be Part of me is like, I'd go to Michael's because I know they do it well. But then they're yeah. more expensive. Where's that? Like a uh, corner of Elizabeth and Lonsdale? Or Latrobe? Uh, no, okay. corner of Elizabeth and Latrobe. Or is yeah. it Lonsdale? No, it's Lonsdale. It's in the city. Yeah. It's time now. 12 but I realised I haven't I'd have to get the negative scanned again and to do that I have to go home and I'm pretty sure there's some Americans staying in my room my old room so I can't really do Mm. that so I'm just going to let that one go for the next two weeks is that how long the Americans are there for? pretty much fuck that's an imposition it's okay though there's no rush to get these things printed wait so is your sister not at home now? no I'm pretty sure she's staying at Maddie's or something (laughs) fuck that it's a serious commitment yeah. I mean for parents. me it actually doesn't really impact me too much it's, well you don't live there yeah it worked in well if anything I mean I mean it's a serious commitment on the behalf of your family yeah exactly so, you know impacts done well the family there. but he's a gun huh he's a gun <laughs> I agree sorry, I'm, gonna... Uh, I'm gonna lean back for a sec oh no I won't I'll just sit here like this <sighs> I'm just a bit 
I'm a bit peckish. Mm. I'm actually a bit tired for some reason. I don't know why I'm so tired. What'd you have for breakfast? I had um, bread roll, everything I got oh, to, from Mediterranean. Bread roll, parmesan, and porchetta. Yeah, porchetta. And just, you just heated that bad boy up. Yeah, I shut it in the oven for a bit. Just to, not to attempt to melt the parmesan cheese, because parmesan cheese doesn't really melt like a yeah, Colby or something, or a mozzarella. Um, just cooks. It just cooks, yeah. Um, it's got to actually have to do something with the bonding agent. The enzymes. No, I think it's got something to do with the protein content. Hmm. Pretty high. It's like a high protein, low fat cheese. And I guess like the yeah, no, the proteins. You're right because it's like all. What is it? It's all curd. Like it's all solid part. Yeah. They filter out all the way. Yeah, something to do with proteins. Yeah. <laughs> Any chemist listening, just figure it out for us. Google, Google it. You'll, I you'll remember what um. What's that guy's name? Heston. Yeah. Heston Blumenthal. Yeah. Um, did a thing on like trying to get the perfect cheese for toasted sandwiches. What did he decide? It's surely Colby. I love Colby. <laughs> Not, no one single cheese is perfect. Oh, yeah, he's got some secret And the other thing is like, yeah, Colby's look, I mean, yeah, I guess they melt pretty well, but like, I think they're pretty subpar cheese. Really? Yeah, I think they really like a lot of flavor. It's yeah. like with tasty cheese, I'm like, why the fuck do, I mean, I guess it's cheap. <laughs> and same with plain mozzarella like yeah it's stringy but hasn't really got a whole lot of flavour I think you've just conditioned yourself into only being able to appreciate rich foods I think you need to eat plain foods for a month and then come back and try these foods yeah I, I, I love rich foods everyone knows that <laughs> yeah it's an open secret I was but anyway things, I'm like does that mean that I have a bland palate but I'm like no I've got an exquisite palate because <laughs> I did wine tasting and I was a fucking hero with that yeah it really was no I believe it so anyway you put this thing in the oven to Render the pork header. Yeah, just to make bit. the fat soften up a little bit. Mm. Because, I mean, cold fats is a different experience altogether, but it hasn't got like that same mm. little sweetness and mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, worked a treat. So Breakfast of champions. Yeah, it's a good breakfast. Two days in a row now. Probably oh, did you have it yesterday as well? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with repeating your breakfast, but if I had that three <laughs> days in a row for dinner... Yeah, it's just like when I cook that stew. Yeah. I've been really into... Dis- I love my rich foods. Mm. So, like, when most people would think that their stew is ready, I just cook for another six hours and let it reduce even more until it's a thick paste. <laughs> it, was, <and> <laughs> it was basically a paste by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, well, I had that meal for about three days in a row. Yeah. Two, like, like two weeks in a row. Oh, uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, a ham hock is just full of so much flavour. I don't yeah. see why people... What is, like, the vegan... How do vegans get flavour? I guess through like what seaweed? I Lots guess. Lots of spices. You you probably get a lot more creative with spices. Mm. How do you look at the fattiness? Mm. I haven't actually. Truthfully, had... I don't know. I had almond milk for I think almost the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Two days ago, there was some at a fridge at Ascot Vale for some reason. Did you have a crack? Yeah, it was horrible. Well, like again, it's one of those ones. Like I was expecting X and I got Y, so I, it was I was immediately like, "This is horrible." I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's not really like it's just, different. <laughs> it's just what we talk about all the time like people's expectations of what something should be blind them to what it is and what yeah. it could be 100% it's like when I watched I watched a really good play um, like the 33 week. variations oh I missed it yeah, oh I'm such right. a fool it'll be around again oh. 33 variations and it's essentially about um, uh, a play about someone looking into studying right it's in like an 85-year-old woman studying why Beethoven wrote 33 variations of what she deemed to be a very shit waltz. Um, uh, okay. And it was one of those things yeah. that just why I liked it so much is, as you said, we talk about it so much. Like when people don't get something, they jump on just straight away and just calling it shit. 
or yeah. worthless, not adding value to it. And just looking for things that will reaffirm their opinion. Exactly. Um, and yeah, like that was her attitude at the start of the mm. play. Just being like, yeah, it's just a, a real crappy waltz. It has no merit. Like obviously Beethoven was mocking him. And it's just like, no. Like by the end of it, it was... No, like he... What Beethoven falls in love with this idea like such a common such a people's waltz like it's a beer hall waltz mm. and he sees so much like it's so simple right he sees potential, so normal, potential like, there's so much more he can do with it yeah yeah and I just thought it was like yeah it was nice to see someone turn around and be like yeah within this real mediocrity or well, I'm not even sure it's mediocre within common there is something nice I don't know. Yeah. Just, I, it, there's beauty there's in no everyday value things, man. in jumping on something and, and giving it no value. Yeah. It only does you less good. Not getting something, like not understanding you would like it as well, like another, yeah. in a parallel way, like she doesn't understand how it, why her mm. daughter is different to her and thinks she's on the wrong path. Yeah. We talk about how much we hate that. When someone looks at us or says like, this. you're not doing this job, yeah. or you're not working, like yeah. you're on the wrong path. It's just mm. like, no, I, I'm just simply on a different path and I find it, incredibly offensive that you don't give me any merit or you don't mm. give what don't I'm doing. You to see what I'm doing. Yeah, you're not even trying. You just straight away discount it. I because, guess. Because, I mean, uh, so I would, uh, like, cause, and we talk, like, because by, di- like, by giving it value, you're essentially questioning your own way of life mm. by saying, like, oh, I work nine to five every day at this job that I don't really like, but, like, it's the way you have to do things. That's how you live. And if you think that, oh, actually, wait a second you only work three days a week and you have and you just do what you want that it's not good it's not right because if it is right it's an attack on me fuck i've just spent the last 40 years doing the wrong thing <laughs> yeah yeah i'm attacking myself yeah i, I guess in, in like broad terms sometimes it feels like there's there's two groups of people there's people that like when when you say something that jars with them like or they don't understand yeah they'll just dismiss it and use it to strengthen their own right opinions and just like inform while while that why they're doing the right thing. Mm. There's another group of people who just be like, I don't understand what you said at all, but I'm gonna try to. I, I want to get it. I want to understand it. Yep. I, I want to get what you're saying. Hundred percent. I mean, like like jokingly last night when you had, well you, you had boiling water with ice cubes in it. Yeah. Because you wanted warm water. You think warm water tastes different to cold water? No, I think boiled water tastes better than cold water so you want you want the water to be boiled but then when you're drinking it do you want it to be warm or cold i want it to be warm but i don't want it to be fucking 100 degrees okay so all right so the, the difference in flavor comes from the fact that it's been boiled 100 in your eyes and not anything to do with the temperature the temperature is a simple byproduct of the process no that... the temperature as well adds to it oh okay but also it's, it's boiled but, like cold yeah. boiling water tastes different to cold what do you mean when you say cold <laughs> i'm sorry we're getting in a loop here when it you say cold s- boiling water look, you just do you don't mean, get it that's do you mean right. it's something that's been it's boiled water that is no that is, longer that has been cooled it's cold that has been cooled or are you drinking water that Once is boiling water is boiled like it's boiled water it's reached that 100 degrees. It's got but, its goal. But it all can retire water, now. But, all, but all water has been boiled at some stage. Oh, fuck off, mate. <laughs> like, like, there's a... Like, it's... I, look, I'm saying... I'm going to say what I say last night. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. But I swear to God, if anyone ever attacks you for this and says it's stupid, I will literally kill myself. <laughs> yeah, it's I, the same as saying, like, fats, like, are different when they're cold. And... But you're saying... I... What, like so the boiling the boiling the water yes and then it cools down yes and then how long is it boiled water in your eyes for a, for a minute a, a week a year i reckon 24 hours at least 
Yeah. Know. So there's a 24-hour window. That's literally enjoy. I haven't really... Because the only reason I say that is because after 24 hours, I'll probably just boil it again. Yeah. So, I kettle. mean, I guess it's it's a continuous process. The It's kind of decaying over that 24 hours. You want fresh boiling water. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you put the ice cubes in it. So you could drink it while temporarily. So with respect to time, it was as close to boiling as possible. But temperaturally, with respect to temperature... You don't want it to be close to boiling because it will simply sear your throat. <laughs> I have no I, idea. I literally have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I really think you're like you're looking into it too much. It is simple as this. I like putting ice cubes in things, yeah. right? I like having the slight mm. temperature difference between mm. cool and then hotter. Mm. Um, and I, I absolutely believe absolutely yeah. that boiled water yeah. tastes different to water that comes straight out of the tap. Yeah, and you can argue that yeah, the water was once boiled. I don't give a shit. Yeah, the water was once pissed out as well. I just don't care. Yeah, but like, you want it to it's be been that, treated that and then boiled. put through the system again, and it is officially yeah. now tap water in my eyes. Mm. And I think like, it's quite literally. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. quite literally. <laughs> no, it's not. It's got a different flavour to it. Though. Yeah, but sometimes I like boiled water. Yeah, I f- you're a fucking gun, man. I'm, there's no other. There's no two ways. Of yeah, once it. again, I think my palate is just nearly just worlds ahead. You're a fucking hero, and I will. I will defend. You're right to do this to the absolute death. Yeah. I want to believe. I want to understand. I mean, you could just try it. We could just do a taste test. <laughs> I think I tried a little bit last night. I didn't mind the warm sensation. Yeah. That's good. Tamara also likes boiled water as well. That's that was independent of us meeting too. In fact, oh, it probably cool. brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, someone that finally gets it. Mm, no, so it's, it's good. I think as well, like uh, it was one of those classic things that mum probably did when I was like six. She's like, no, yeah. I just have boiled water. Oh, that's interesting. Just like get rid of it just in case there's anything there. Like, you, do, you, do you find yourself drinking it more in winter? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. When it's cooler, it's even better. Yeah. yeah okay, that I can kind of get on board with. But I mean, the Chinese, um, what was it? Oh, Tomorrow's Kung Fu. Your waveforms looking pretty. Oh, no, they're good. Yeah, okay, okay. What is it, ASMR or some shit? Like, just whispering? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Poor guy. Victimless. Billy tried to shit on it last night. And I chirped up. I'm like, hey, don't fucking talk shit about ASMR. I don't think he was trying to shit on it. No, he wasn't. It's just one of those He's things like, you just didn't get that he didn't get it. So then you're just going to disappear <laughs> completely. <laughs> no, but that is what it is. Yeah. What was I saying? The Chinese. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, she does Kung Fu and they're talking about like, yeah, you taught like, oh, you never drink cold water. Just, it's bad for your chi or something. Yes, it's just like your body just has to turn it back and out. It's just bad energy. If your body has to regulate the temperature anyway before you can absorb it and shit. <laughs> it's bad. So then that's why like even in summer, like they carry around thermoses. Drinking so warm water. Who? Who's well, they? I don't know. The Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be like, stop generalizing. It's like, yeah, this is what I was told. Literally all one billion of them. No, drinking saying a lot of people do water. It. Not everyone. Yeah. But yeah, they really do believe. Drinking the hot water. Drinking hot water is just what? better for you. It's a bit like me, however. I don't I don't drink water anymore. I just replace it with milk, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, warm water is like hydrates you quicker anyway. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, once again, like your body has to drop it to body temperature first before it can absorb it. Yeah, okay. So you, you think drinking water at human body temperature? This, 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 is, this, this, is, this, is, is, that, is that the optimal mate, temperature? You, this is, I'm not even going to fucking, this is just fact. That it hydrates you quicker. You are hydrated quicker by drinking body like body temperature water. Body temperature water. So would you say that to save time, like do you think it would be it would be optimum in an ideal world if you could have like a thirty three degree sort of, tap or yeah, something? Yeah, some yeah, some sort of yeah. 
set up to 37.5 degrees or whatever human body temperature is i don't really give a shit like i mean honestly with with for me you're like, not in a rush to get hydrated yeah and also like surely then i'll just drink colder water yeah. and just burn more calories just <laughs> down. like i i don't feel like it messes with, messes with my feng shui yeah i love smashing cold water yeah and there's nothing wrong with that and you're a fucking gun for doing so <laughs> yeah and i'll die for it <laughs> I had porridge the other day. Uh, it porridge really fucking good. feels wholesome. There are some foods that just make you feel strong, alive, mm. and just good. Mm. Then there's other ones that sort of make you feel strong, but you hate it, like just chicken nuggets. breast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> chicken breast, which is... Which Fuck, you get some nuggets? No, I will never. I will not do it again. Not yeah. for a while. Again. The, we can only... One go, all goes. <laughs> yeah. Nuggets are a thing we can only do all together. Mm. Yeah, it just works better that way. We yeah. can hate each other and just not sleep together. I slept like a baby after those nuggets. Imagine and I were just rolling in our bed with the nugget sweats. <laughs> yeah. Go out, try the new spicy nuggets. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, they are pretty good. I think they're better than the regular ones. Mm. Yeah, they've got... I mean, regular nuggets, when you're smashing 48 of them, can get quite bland. But at least having mm. another dimension to flavor, yeah. you know, spice, yep. it means you can at least have a bit more depth of character in that meal. Yeah, we really sit down and analyze these nuggets. That's what we do. Yeah, get them with Big Mac sauce as well. That's, yeah, Big Mac sauce is pretty I'd nice. That's probably the best best way to go about it. Yeah. Oh, now I do want some cheeky spicy nugs. Do you? Yeah. I've got these really nice sausages I might cook up though for lunch. From the Mediterranean? Yeah. Mm. I was thinking you're going to buy a capsicum or two. This is a recipe by um, Anthony Bourdain, funnily enough. Yeah. Because I've still got two red rolls left. Mm-hmm. Uh, you chop up like two Italian sausages. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you cook them. Yeah. And then you throw into that some onions and capsicum. Yeah. Stir it around, chop them up, the uh, things once they're cooked. Uh-huh. And then you pretty much just put that into a bun and eat it. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Bit of salt and pepper, maybe some paprika. Mm. It's a pretty tasty meal. Fuck, my waveforms are low there. Yeah, it's all right. I just want the sensitivity of this mic. Like, over here, it's no good. Oh, maybe it's fine. I just want the sensitivity. Fuck it. You know what we should get? You know those little things... You clip onto your shirt. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be nice. Because I think almost like this mic... We just want the most real human experience as possible. Yeah. The mic is a barrier of entry for our candidness. Who's to say this isn't a real experience, though? Oh, it is a real experience. I'm going to fucking... We're trying... I think like the idea of this was surely trying to emulate what it's normally like. This has become my normal conversation. I feel like everything else is a pale imitation. It's a fair point. Why don't we just carry mics around with us everywhere? Then it will just be the norm. (laughs) Then it can be an accurate representation of what we do. Very roundabout solution to a problem. Yeah, it's yeah. the best way. What's that a photo of? I haven't noticed that. What is it? I don't know. This thing here behind the... Oh, I think it's an album cover. No, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. a butterfly or something. Uh, very nice. Mm. Yeah, maybe we are done here. Yeah. Do you want to get these capsicums? <laughs> or do you just want to make do with them? I was just going to have... Truthfully, I was just going to have eggs. Because I had yogurt for breakfast. So that frees me up to have eggs for lunch. And is there that chicken left over in the fridge? That I'm you not sure if the Mountie took it. We'll have a look though. I mean, I ate it last night. I didn't get sick, so we're fine. How much did you eat of it last night? Like five little gears. Oh, just like little tastes? Yeah. How much of it did Mountie take? All of it? I don't know. You can't eat all of it. Yeah, you can. Was there like three breasts? No, like three or four thighs. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, and yeah. thighs are just easier to eat more of anyway. They're tastier. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Can we fucking hurry up and genetically modify birds to be all thigh? Yeah, like, I want the breast thing to be thigh. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I mean, just make the white meat the dark meat. Yeah, like, the worst bit about chickens is they only have two legs. 
replace that would be better if they were like just eight. more legs. That would be better if they were like millipedes. <laughs> oh fuck. We should just grow millipedes big enough so we can all get a drumstick. <laughs> I actually I actually like the chicken breasts. You know roast chicken. Yeah. I like the plain done, white meat. If done well and it's juicy, succulent and moist, it's a wonderful delight to eat. But most of the time, especially when cooked on its own, it's very hard to achieve. That's why I appreciate a good breast, but I don't understand why pretty much the default setting for chicken breast became skinless. I get it. Like, you go to a supermarket, all the breasts are skinless. Yeah, it's like with salmon too. Why the fuck do I want skinless anything? Well, why? It's just like, no, you got to get the skin off the chicken breast for that fat. Like, like, why is the extra eight grams of fat going to kill me? You know what the worst thing is? I'm like, where does that skin go? Because ideally, I just have, <laughs> I'd just buy the salmon skin. That's yeah, all yeah. I want. I only yeah. want the chicken skin. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, like when it's like, yeah, 2% fat milk. You're like, what percentage fat is regular milk? 4%. What are you, what are you achieving here? By bringing it from four percent to two percent, oh, it's half half the fat than the other one. It's good <laughs> yeah. marketing. It really only matters if you're drinking two liters of milk, and if you're drinking two liters of milk, chances are you're trying to get big anyway, <laughs> which I am. Yeah, it's strong juice. <laughs> <laughs> I've written Alex like designates uh, like a bottle of milk to himself. I've only just started doing this. Well, sometimes like if I have farmhouse gold, and that's pretty clearly my milk. Yeah, but the rest of the milk is community. I'd like to actually go buy some more Messina milks. Oh yeah, just so we have like six or seven just lined up on the counter. People are like, "Fuck you guys, just go through this milk like heroes." Oh, I literally don't have the money. But I had a dream last night that I was drinking Jersey milk. Well, that's Messina milk. Mm. But you can just get Sun Gold Jersey milk. It's in the green packaging. Oh, what's it like? Quite good, but I I actually can't quite differentiate Jersey milk from other like high fat milk. I think it might. It needs know. to be unhomogenized as well, though. It's sort of like you don't get the kick of the like of the high fat nature if it's just all mixed in. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's probably going to be harder to tell. I just don't know how many just Jersey herds are really going around. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't really care. Yeah, I'm not too fast. But anyway, back to the milk. Yeah, I mean, it makes look, you strong. It's just good it's for you. Well, I mean, surely we're gonna find another animal that can just give us even better milk. White rhino milk surely makes it for those <laughs> fucking things. Yeah, he's got a biggest animal, whale milk. Imagine how big you get that. Fuck. They grow like 100 kilos a day, those and baby whales. And mercury in it, like 50% of mercury. <laughs> ba- baby blue whales literally put on 100 kilos a day. Do they actually? Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked. Like that's... I just grow a mountie every day. <laughs> it's like, it's getting big. Jesus. Well, on that note, I'm really hungry. I'm tired. I'm probably going to have a little bit more coffee. Yeah. Oh, also, like, all you people that do fancy coffee shit, you don't get it. Plungers <laughs> are the best. Plungers. I just plunge a thing and I just drink the whole thing for the whole day. And then it eventually gets cold and then I drink it like iced coffee. Yeah. And then I boil it again <laughs> and put some ice cubes in it. Uh, it makes for a tastier brew, if you ask me. I don't like... What do you... Hot what? take? I hate espresso. It's too bitter and strong. I don't want something so condensed and so rich. And just too... It's too much tastes burnt to me when i'm having a conversation with someone i feel a wave of relief when they say they like something that isn't like that is like the quote-unquote incorrect opinion mm. because then i just know like we're pretty much in a judgment-free zone yeah i'm gonna judge me if i go off script if you can happily say this knowing that the chances yeah. are that alex you know probably has the other opinion or something yeah yeah like even if it's something that I, yeah exactly that i don't myself understand like if someone's like oh honestly like I like boiled hot water, but cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, do you know? Yeah, you, you get it exactly. It's so often it's like, am I having a real conversation or a fake conversation? Yeah. You feel like a default person. And yeah. like, maybe you are. Like, maybe maybe these are your genuine opinions, but 
there's still just an element of doubt in my mind. Definitely. Well, I'm going to call it a day there. You've been trying to call it a day for like the last 15 minutes and I've just been plowing on. If you want to nothing... keep going, I'm just going to grab some coffee now. <laughs> I couldn't really talk by myself. The only thing I've got to do today, I remember, is write some emails about positive customer service experiences that I've had. <laughs> just fucking love doing that. You are retired. <laughs> I literally got the biggest rush when I, when was it, about two months ago when I wrote that email about that good customer service I got at Australia Post mm. and then they said they passed it on to him. I was like, this feels so good. Yeah. It's it's my sick pleasure is making people have good days. I had some shockingly bad service at Bunnies. At Bunnies. Day. Yeah. Comically bad. Like, my mum was literally laughing out loud at this person. Yeah. Have I had some good experiences lately? I definitely have. I'm just trying to remember. I'm a, I'm a big fan of customer service. I talk about it a lot. It makes or breaks me. Yeah. If I walk into a store being like, I think my shoes are a bit knackered and I wouldn't mind a new mm. pair. And they say, no, you still got a bit more time in your shoes. No, I fucking hate you and I hate your store now. Never shop in there again. <laughs> See, whereas I, I think we look for just slightly different things. I, I, how do you feel about if you can tell the guy doesn't really like his job, but he's doing the best anyway? That guy is the highest hero in my book. That guy needs to be awarded something. If I can tell that he's just like, you know, he's not crazy about the workplace. And he knows that like it's kind of mismanaged and it's a bit dumb, but he does his best to help me anyway. Mm, it's a hard one to what's it called quantify, I guess. Yeah, because there's a lot of speculation there. Unless yeah. you're actually asking him, so what do you think of the workplace? Yeah, true. managed well, blah blah true. blah. Maybe I'm just projecting my Myself, own feelings. Like, yeah. I'm just looking at it, Alex. And Pretty like, much every so, workplace yeah. I've been in, I've been like, this is kind of dumb, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do my best. Mm. Actually, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do I even do my best in my job? Eh, kind of. I don't know. It's hard to do with my job, good or badly. Mm. Here's what it is. All right, I'm pulling the pin. <laughs> I don't care what they say. Fair enough. Uh, the waveforms are all over the place. Yeah, Enjoy fine. listening. We'll standardise it. We'll, we'll, One of those things, like, if you listen in your car and the wind, no, like, there's traffic, like you'll probably miss half of it, but eh. I don't give a shit. I literally don't care. Done. I do care. Do you want to call it? Done.